Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. <clears throat> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> Our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but, You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right. really, this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone, welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And uh, just for everyone's, uh, we, we haven't <laughs> talked about uh, technology issues in a little bit, but uh, so let's just start off with a little bit of a short story here. <laughs> we were going to we were gonna test out having a guest on. Uh, uh-huh. It was gonna be Mike's Mike's girlfriend, Chris, and uh, tried to send links off and this and that, and then Chris connected and Mike couldn't connect, and he's getting cut off and all this different stuff. So now he's completely connecting in a different way. And we figured out when we finally connected here, um, what, 21 minutes later, Yes. <laughs> after literally, and I'm not kidding, 12 tries, I, I was counting before we connected oh, here, like nice. said, at least, yeah, but uh, so apparently we can talk now at the same time. So I don't know if our, if our free service upgraded itself and we had to go through a little bit of hell. You know, once again, this goes back to, you should be telling me, patience. Right. right. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't have much myself right now, but all right. <laughs> so this is, this is one of those times that it only took us 12 times, you know, to get down to this recording, but uh, so I guess we're dealing with technology issues. Again. <laughs> that, that, that is what it is. So um, let's get on to some fun stuff. And uh, we'll, both of us were obviously in our heads bitching a little bit about what's going on here, but mm-hmm. uh how about listening to our statistics? You want to hear our statistics? They're good. Sure, why not? Let's see if that'll work. <laughs> All right. So followers on Instagram. We actually had a big week on both sides, the the plays and the followers. Mm-hmm. Um, followers, we were up um, 107 new people, new followers this week. Wow. Um, so 1,555 followers on Instagram. And as far as plays on the podcast, we were up 113 new plays. Hmm. So we have 1,449 plays now on the podcast. So um, a little bit of a, I don't know, just it's been the last couple of weeks have been, you know, some nice growth on on both sides. You're the top five episodes again. Yours is still number one. You got 105. Hmm. Episode 13 is at 96. Um, Episode number one, which is mine, is at 93. I was in the number two slot for one day. I just happened to look at the stats on, <laughs> on like on like Tuesday, and then uh, then I got kicked out again. So, um, episode number ten, favorite one, vodka bottle episode at eighty seven, mm-hmm. and then uh, episode number four, uh, once again, our first thirty days is at eighty four. So, same deal here. I, I I seriously think, and I'd have to look back, but I think these those five episodes have been 
in that top five. It has to be for like two months now, which is cool. So, you know, maybe we haven't uh, had anything worthwhile uh, to, I don't know, to, <laughs> to get a lot of plays since then. So who knows? All right. And as far as the demographic breakdown, uh, female percentage of listeners is still 55%. I think the men popped up 1% this week at uh, 42. But uh, chicks and females, you are still the winners. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it up. Now, here, here's the other thing. And, and I, I did a little bit of, uh, I don't know, I happen to have, pop on to, well, first of all, Anchor is hosted by, or I'm sorry, run by Spotify. Mm-hmm. So our, some of our statistics are Spotify only, and then um, we should be able to, like our plays and things like that, I thought were all, you know, like combined between Apple and Spotify and Google Podcasts and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I had to go on Apple Podcasts this week, and they're showing us at like 1,600 plays through Apple. Really? And, yeah, and on the app, it shows us at 1,500. So I'm like, are we at like 3,000? I haven't mm-hmm. gotten an answer on that, but um, – Bottom line is that right right now it just it wouldn't make any sense for Apple to have Spotify statistics. Sure. And I'm, I was reading all this different stuff trying to figure it out, and I just gave me a headache. But the um, <laughs> one one way or the other, we'll we'll figure that out. Either way, we're we're growing. We appreciate everyone that's listening, everyone that's uh, that's new following us. This is the first episode uh, if you listen to. I'm, I I'd apologize, but this is this is what it is. So um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> keep listening or don't. Right. <laughs> so here's a funny thing. You know, we had talked about, uh, I don't know, got six, seven episodes ago now about um, 90% of podcasts failing within that first year. Right. So in, in doing all of this research on trying to find the statistics, I found, an, or I'm sorry, the uh, analytics stuff, I found another, ran across another statistic in two different places. Uh-huh. It said that 80% of podcasts fail before they hit 10 episodes. Yeah, that one I have heard. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I You know what? I, at some point, I had it in my head that when we got to 11, I was going to mention that, and uh, apparently I didn't. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of funny because the article said, it's like, well, if you're anywhere over that, you're in the top 20, and I'm like, fucking A right we are, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I thought that was kind of cool because I seriously, I had never – I had never heard that before. So, um, but that was a whole nother, a whole nother thing. But um, yeah, our analytics will figure out one way or the other. Keep listening. Um, you know, we're, we're enjoying the hell out of ourselves. We're getting a lot more interaction um, in a couple of things too. And I hopefully, I don't know if you saw Mike, I posted up about your, your radio gig coming up. I did a collage and a picture. I'm going to uh-huh. keep reminding that. Um, Ernie, uh, you know, obviously we, we both know Ernie. Um mm-hmm. He ended up sending a message this morning asking. He thought that maybe it was tonight, so that's what prompted me to, to do that post today. And then uh, we'll keep doing that because, I mean, it's basically it's just a little over a month away, right? August 26th. Yep, yep. Okay. And then um, just as a reminder for everyone, and like I said, we'll keep talking about it, but I did add it to our sponsor page on our website. Cool. It was also um, just in our uh, Instagram post today, so you can take a look at it on there. But worst case scenario, all the information and any new information will go up on the website, um, sobernotsure.com. Hit the sponsor link. You're going to be able to see that the Keating Center's on there. Um, also, uh, Mike's, Mike's radio thing, and we'll add things to that as we go. And um, I also I posted on Instagram today, too, and we got to some great feedback. I would like to, if we can try to set up a, a resources page on mm-hmm. our website. 
you know, things like AA and NA, uh, maybe a central office, the Keating Center, um, anything else that that basically any of our followers or listeners think would be a good thing to, to link on there. Um, links to uh, like meeting locators. One guy sent me a link um, to or uh, an app that he uses for a meeting finder when he travels, you mm. know, things like that. You know, maybe a sobriety account or I don't know, um, but I've gotten some decent things that actually there's been five people so far, um, five of our followers that said, hey, put my, you know, put my Instagram a handle on there. If anyone wants to reach out to me directly, I'd be more than happy to help. And nice. I was like, oh, yeah. So I got to figure out how to do it, but I'm sure uh, that's the next thing that, uh, that I want to try to figure out. I just thought it'd be nice to have, you know, we're, we're talking about trying to help people here too. And regardless of what it is, whether it's AA based or different type of recovery or whatever it is, gives us an opportunity where, you know, I don't know if people are just interested in, you know, reaching out to some different links and services and that sort of thing. They have a place to go. Cool. So um, other thing too, I put up on Instagram, I put a poll and I was asking a question because I ask in at the end of every episode, I put on there, um, what do you guys want us to talk about? I haven't got any recent suggestions, but um, I was able to set up this poll in our Instagram story, basically said that what would you rather have us talk about, getting sober or living sober? And what do you think? Which one do you think won? Uh, living? You're right. Yeah. And it was, it, it was huge. I don't, know, I don't know how many people responded to it, but 88% um, talking about talked about living sober and that kind of leads me into um the the first question that i had because the the gentleman made made this exact statement he said well first of all he said definitely living sober because he commented on it but then he said um you know life on life's terms okay so we talk about that and i know we've said that term i don't know how many times but maybe if somebody's either new to recovery or um has never really i don't know dip it into it whatever the case is Maybe we can talk a little bit about what that means. What does life on life's terms mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you think, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dealing with technology and not throwing my phone across the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, um, you know, uh, prime example, I'm still – worn out um you know i got covid man i got sick last week um i felt like garbage and um you know uh not honestly i just thought of this right now i not once feeling awful did i think about picking up you know medicating myself making myself feel better because that's just not part of my life today you know um i was sick i felt like shit and that was that, you know, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't even a thought, you know, well, yeah, I could, I could, you know, suck down half a fifth of vodka and I'd feel pretty good, you know, um, <laughs> but it wasn't a thought. It's just, it's, it's not what I, it's not how I live my life today, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's my example at the top of my head. You know, like I said, I'm tired now. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worn out. I had, <laughs> I hadn't mowed my lawn in, in two weeks. So I needed to get my ass up this morning and do that. And I did. And after about an hour and a half, I was exhausted. Um, you know, oh, well, <laughs> you know, I could, I could, I could go 
course some crack and wake right up, but I don't think I will today. <laughs> not at the moment, right? What time is it? Not as of yeah. right now, right? <laughs> as of right now at 838 <laughs> Eastern time. Right. Real time, as you say. Exactly. <laughs> so <clears throat> little, uh, little side note on that. Cause it was kind of funny. So when, uh, I mean, I've lived in, well, now I'm in Indiana uh, temporarily, but I I've been in the central time zone for, mm-hmm more of my life than any place else. But I lived in, lived in Cleveland a couple of different times, lived in Pittsburgh for a little bit. And after, uh, you know, going, being in Cleveland for three years and a couple of months and, and coming back here. And I was, I was looking forward to a couple of things about central time because like football games don't get over so late. If I do want to watch mm-hmm. the news, which I don't, right. <laughs> um, you know, the, the news gets over a little bit earlier. So, you know, I, I make mention of that. And then Mike, Mike's always been the one that's called Eastern time, real time, mm-hmm. you know? So there was a couple of times coming back from Cleveland that I just crossed over into the time zone and I stopped at a rest here. And I remember the one I'm like, Oh good. Finally back to real time. And you just <laughs> laughed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm still in central time and you're in real time. So I'll, I'll exactly. accept that. But yeah, so the so the life on life's terms, and and I know that um, you kind of laughed at that because, it, you know, part of it is that for and, and maybe I'm looking at this wrong, or maybe I, the laughing was a different thing, but it's one of those things. Well, of course, because you and I just think about it. Well, it just it is what it is, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we've been doing this thing for for long enough where um, life on life's terms is just it's it just life it's living happens. exactly. Right. Yeah, you know. So, and in anything, and uh, the the technology issues that that we went to. And seriously, I have probably now four different, or at least three different clips that I have to edit through um, because mm-hmm. the connection kept dropping down. And what Mike is ha- having to do, you're, you're, are you touching your screen now? Are you? <laughs> uh, right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we we figured out that Mike's connecting a different way tonight for whatever reason. The app's mm-hmm. directing him in a different way. So his when his screen, you know, obviously goes to sleep, it was cutting us off. You know, right. so <laughs> and and seriously, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm looking at the time, and he's I'm sure he's looking at the time. Mm-hmm. And he, both of us are probably like motherfucker because I think maybe we've just been we've been too lucky, you know, mm-hmm. or fortunate, or whatever you want to call it. This re- these recordings have gone pretty smoothly over the last, I don't know, month or so, right? A couple months. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so we were due for a little life on life's terms. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know, what's funny too, when you talked about the, when you're getting sick, usually the, and I'm glad you brought up about not thinking about drinking because um, there's a lot of times now when, when I don't feel good, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could get over this and I'm bitching and moaning or whatever. And right. then I think about how, how shitty I used to feel mm. or the fact that I, that I felt like that every day. Right. I drank myself into that feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's me trying to practice gratitude. <laughs> it's, it doesn't, it doesn't always work, but, um, and I don't know, I guess to, to wrap up this whole life's on life's terms in a, you know, in a nice little bow is that just because we or you or anyone gets sober um, doesn't mean that life changes. It just means that, you know, now we're, we're 100% present for it. And mm-hmm. um, life's going to, life's going to kick you in the, in the teeth or in the balls or whatever, whatever one or you want to choose. <laughs> life's got two feet. It'll get both of them. Right. <laughs> kick you in the, if you're for, for the ladies, 
<laughs> it'll kick you someplace else you can figure that out on your own but life is gonna life is gonna happen so but yeah life on life's terms so mm-hmm. i don't know i just thought it was that was interesting because it was uh it just came up you know when that when that guy had commented about that so um yeah i was just kind of kind of curious to your actual thought about that but another thing that that came up and um i've been listening to again that same podcast but now i'm to her um or her, her newer episodes. I'm into like her first 15 episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's actually funny. Um, it's interesting listening back at how, um, how poised, you know, she became and how comfortable she became. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about us. You ever <laughs> listen back to a couple of the new episodes or first episodes that we had? It's funny. When I, I listen back to my story the one time and it's short, it's only like 15 minutes. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I sound like some dude from fucking NPR or something like that. <laughs> but you know, all I was doing at that point, I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first thing that we recorded and I'm mm-hmm. talking to, you know, just, I'm talking to air, but here it's just, it's so much, it's so much easier. We get to, obviously it's, I don't know, we get to bring out our personalities a little bit because we're talking to us or talking to each other, you know? Right. Um, but so one of the things she's the one that uh, had brought that up about um, about this particular thing. But she said that, you know, a lot of people out there that are that are looking to get sober, that sort of thing. They're waiting for the and I'm, I'm using air quotes here, the perfect time mm. you know, to get sober. So did you ever, uh, you know, through all the things you went through and uh, if, if no, if guys, if you haven't listened to his story, you should. Okay, but through all that time, did you ever like have it in your head that this is the time, this is a good time to get sober, or this is not a good time to get sober? Um, well, you said you know the perfect time, right? You know everything, <laughs> everything's got to line up perfectly, and then I'll stop drinking, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, right, and, and I, I, and that never happened because nothing's ever perfect. Um, so I continue to drink, um, but oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, if only this would happen and this would happen and this would happen and then this would happen, then I'll stop drinking. Um, you know, get the girl, get the job, get the car, get the, you know, yeah, get the house, get the whatever. Um, and then, right. And which of course is completely bass backwards. Cause you know. I, I need to stop drinking. Then I'll get the car in the house. And the girl and the job. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Man. Oh yeah. In, in my head, definitely. You know, if, if things would just, if things wouldn't be so shitty, I wouldn't have to drink so much. Oh wait, things are so shitty because I drink so much. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I've heard it talked about. I mean, I, I heard it talked about. We've heard it talked about in meetings for years. Mm. Is that uh, you know? And Joe, our sponsor in Cleveland, used to say that he could never line up the dots. You know, he right. didn't realize that. You know, and and none of us did. I mean, I didn't. With again, with the exception when I had my my light bulb moment when I said that you know I wasn't that bad. So I thought about you know how mm-hmm. bad I was, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I had I had no plans to quit drinking. So. I, I didn't go through that, but when when we first got sober, they kept telling us that um, just relax, you know, mm-hmm. get your shit together. Um, your kids will be there, your bills will be there, and all these different things. And because all of us are like, I mean, just uh, you know, we're just as I don't know, just this massive mess of energy because we're like, well, now I got to go to work. Now I got to go. Right. Now I got to take care of my child. Mm-hmm. Now I want to be nice to my family. I want to go do all this stuff. And I didn't, I didn't want to accept, well, and again, you know, 
I didn't want to accept anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so funny last week because I was cutting up, cutting up the episode clips this week when I was talking about the uh, the Father's Day thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you remember that when I was talking when you said well, we were selling pops. And I'm like, oh, you remember that? And you're like, yeah, and I remember your attitude, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> and and that, that to me is so fucking hilarious because I remember being mad, but I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I had such an open attitude about that. Oh, That's yeah. Just, well, once again, we think we're fooling people. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was just fucking oblivious. I was oblivious when I was drinking. I was oblivious when I'm trying to get sober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um you know, and and that even to this day, every once in a while, I mean, it, it's there's been plenty of times over the years when um, when you brought shit up to me, and I'm just like, really? I didn't know I was doing that. <laughs> so, um, I again, I'm a work in progress. Progress, not perfection. Come on, yep, exactly. <laughs> but so, um, so yeah, that was just it, it was interesting because they were in. I knew what your answer was going to be, but uh, it was just something they had talked about that, and like exactly what you just said. That was thinking that you were going to go into that detail because that's perfect because mm-hmm. we talk about that figuring all these got to think all these things have to line up and then i'm going to do this right. <laughs> which we don't realize that this this elephant in the room this this drunk ass elephant over here is the one that's causing all our problems exactly. <laughs> so um yeah that was kind of interesting but um so Another thing that uh, this just kind of crossed my mind again, probably because of the uh, and so many of these things, just halfway assume that I'm hearing them on the podcast. I'm listening to them kind of in the background while I'm working now. Since mm-hmm. since I'm remote, it's it's nice. I could just have that stuff playing while I'm doing shit, you know. Um, but did you ever go through? I mean, for anything, whether it was marriage counseling, drug and alcohol counseling, did you ever do any therapy counseling, anything like that? No, not really. No. Okay. Well, and I didn't remember if uh, I'm pretty sure that you and I had never talked about that because when it crossed my mind, I'm like, man, I don't even have a <laughs> a half an inkling of of if you did. So, mm, actually, uh, sort of did. Um, I had it, one of the times I attempted to get sober. Um, I went into a uh, what was called a transitional living. Um, situation it was through volunteers of america and uh, it was when i got my cdl i went to school for that and all that good stuff my commercial driver's license and um yeah i did have to go in once a week now that i think about it and uh and talk about my feelings um (laughs) and it was all bullshit you know i just went in there and lied um so (laughs) so yeah sort of but not really Okay, and that was the other the other thing I was going to ask you what you got out of it, but you just answered that question yeah, too. Not so. a goddamn thing because I didn't <laughs> put anything into it. Right, and uh, I went through um, couples counseling with my daughter's mom um, mm-hmm. in the same thing. At, at the time we did it, uh, I think we just did it. To, well, I know we did. We just did it to go through the motions. We were pretty much done, I think, right. at that time anyhow. And it was um, well, of course, I felt like I was being attacked because I was. I yeah, you know, this mm. Mike. Sit down for a minute. If you're not sitting down, uh-huh. this is going to surprise you. Uh-huh. I was kind of, I was kind of a dick to her on most occasions. <laughs> I, I know. Even, <laughs> even back then, this mm. is like, <laughs> this is like thirty. I don't know, thirty years ago. I, right. I, I was that way. Just, mm-hmm. just, yeah, I just didn't want to shock you. Nah, so, right. um, 
<laughs> but so the entire time, you know, it's like, uh, and Dave Chappelle talks about it. One of his uh, stand-up things, where his, his girl comes up to him, he's like, David, we have to talk. And he's like, fuck. Because <laughs> every time we got to talk, we got to talk about something that I need to do. Right. <laughs> Which that's what it was. But I mean, granted mm-hmm. and clearly, one, I was being a dick through the whole thing. You know, nobody... Nobody is flawless, and uh, we had we both had our points, but granted, I was the problem. Mm-hmm. So I went through the the drunk classes, which I talked about. That was, I guess, a form of counseling, which we know I didn't try there. Right. And then um, when we were, when Dawn and I were going through, we're getting to the point of, of getting our divorce, we each went to individual counselors. I don't know if we ever went to one directly mm-hmm. or um, together, I'm sorry, but um, I thought that we were individually going to counseling to get back together. So basically I was in there complaining about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so again, I, all I did was uh, this counselor I had, she was wonderful because she, she actually, I think, honestly, I think she listened to half my bullshit, which is crazy. Now that I think about it, <laughs> uh, I had to go through alcohol assessments, of course, tried to lie through those. Mm-hmm. I had to go through a counselor when um, I was trying to, we were going through a custody battle and this dude was a, was a sober alcoholic and, um, that was kind of a mess too. You know, the only thing that I got, he got me to admit, cause he was talking about like the five stages of grief type of thing, right. but he was talking about it more in the sense, trying to get me to admit that, um, you're an alcoholic and, uh, again, denial and all those different things, applying the five stages of grief to my alcoholism, not to mm-hmm. my in- impending divorce and now my child custody battle. So, um, that's the way I looked at it. I'm like, Oh man, yes, I'm going through all this because I'm being wronged. Right. <laughs> so again, for me, it didn't work, you know. Right. Um, I've done absolutely nothing with any type of counseling or therapy since I got sober. I wouldn't be if I got to the point, I suppose, where, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm doing all these different things for sobriety mm-hmm. and something still feels off. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I just don't yeah. feel the need because I don't have some I don't know, I don't have any of this gnawing stuff. They talk they talk so much about, you know, this, the trauma stuff that you and I had, had talked about. And we figured out that, you know, neither one of us really have anything specific mm-hmm. you know, that caused us to drink. But, um, but no, I mean, it just, it was, it was more of a curiosity thing. Cause I just don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't feel like I have anything else gnawing at me with the exception of my raging alcoholism that I'm trying to keep in track. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I mean, I, 90% of counseling is just talking, you know, getting it out there, your, whatever your, your problems, I'm using air quotes there, um, you know, your feelings, your whatever. Um, and, and that's what we do in the program. We talk to each other, right. you know, um, you know, a problem shared is a problem cut in half. You know, I, I personally, I don't need to go talk to a, I'm using the air quotes again, professional, because, uh, you know, uh, most of those people don't understand us anyway. They don't know where we're coming from. I go talk to another drunk. He knows exactly what I'm talking about, you know, and he'll tell me to shut the fuck up and do this and do that. And and, and guess what? The problem gets solved. Right. Yeah. You know, and it just it just made me think about something when you said that. And, um, and I can't remember uh, when it was. It was uh, one of our family members that had passed. Um Actually, yeah, I do remember it. It's unimportant. So one of our family members had passed. This was while I was sober, and it was mm-hmm. uh, um, it was a it was a rough situation on everyone in our family. Right. And and I know that uh, mom had, had asked about that. You know, kind of us as a 
is a group, you know, kind of going to, cause she had, um, uh, basically got involved with a group after our stepdad had passed away and mm-hmm. it was wonderful. I mean, she was a great group of friends. They used to get yeah. together and they'd go out to lunch and um, she had a really, yeah, it's a really good solid group of people, you know? Um, and she had said, you know, she's like, there's, there's this, that the place also offers it for families and whatever to help deal with all this stuff. And I said, you know what? I said, you're, I, I know you, you're comfortable with those folks and you're happy with them and mm-hmm. you guys have a great bond. I said, you go, you go talk to your people. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going up to Cleveland and talk to mine, you know, right. and, and I didn't mean it in, in, and I know she didn't take it in any particular way, but, mm-hmm. but I said, that's my, you know, that's my, the, that's my church. That's yep. my counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- those are my, those are my doctors of any standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, you guys are, that's, that's what you guys are there for, you know? Right. And I remember, um, leading a meeting, uh, shortly after that family member passed and, and talking about it and just, man, it, 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 it didn't make it, <laughs> it didn't make it hurt less, but man, mm-hmm. it helped, right. you know, it helped to, to just get it out. And, uh, and that's the thing, you know, even with my, with my dad's passing, my stepdad and, and that sort of thing. I mean, those two, to this day, my dad passed away over 12 years ago. My stepdad over 11 years ago, mm-hmm. every single day, both of those guys are still in my prayers because they meant a lot to me. Right. And it helps me just, I don't know, for me, the, the process, <laughs> whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, it's, I, I need to need to do that. I don't plan on taking it out any, any day soon, but uh, you know, yeah, you made a good point there with that. Uh, I didn't think about that part until you brought it up. So yeah, we're our own little counselors, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's, it's mentioned in the literature all over the place, man, you know, group therapy, right. We help each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good thing. And, uh, and I remember too, I was at the, actually at that funeral and, um, I was standing and the, the whole family was kind of on a break. And I don't know if you remember the story, but I was, I don't, <laughs> I always said standing guard, but kind of, I was because mm-hmm. the, the viewing area, you know, basically they wanted to give the, the family time to, you know, to just chill for a minute, get some eat, whatever the case was. And I said, I'll, I'll hang out here make sure everyone understands that everyone's taking a break. Mm-hmm. And, um, this guy walked up and, uh, and I don't even know if I, I know I told you this before, but I just don't, if I repeat myself on here, everyone, sorry, you know, this yeah. is what you get. When, this is what you get when you know me. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. here it is again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I'm standing there and this dude walks up and he's like, uh, he's like, Hey, he goes, you're part of the Keating center, aren't you? Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, um, and who are you and why are you asking? Right. <laughs> Because I'm like, I'm like on the defensive, man. I'm only a couple years sober, two and a half, whatever it is, years sober, man. Mm-hmm. A little defensive. And he's like, uh, he goes, no, he goes, uh, he goes, I'm sorry. He goes, um, he goes, I go to the Thursday night meeting. He goes, you, you're a secretary, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. Uh, I said, I, you know, I've never seen you before. And he goes, I go there. I've been going there for forever. Never saw mm-hmm. the guy in my life, you know, right. never, not, not a glimpse. And he introduces himself. Um, he was a friend of the family and all that. I'm like, cool. You know, and what was weird was, is that, so I had family around me, um, mm-hmm. but I, everything that you were just talking about, I didn't, I guess I did. I felt a little alone because I was so used to um, being surrounded by, by you guys and things, right. situations like that. And then, you know what? And, and I don't know, whatever you want to call it, call it a mm-hmm. God thing, a universe thing, a higher power thing, people, places, or people and things being put in, put in our path. Right. And whatever it is that happened that day. Mm-hmm. And it, it completely, um, it put me at ease, 
you know, right. and because one of us was there. And then, you know, you know, the funny part, and this this probably isn't funny, but uh, not the funny part. You're going to everyone will figure this out every Thursday after that. Um, I noticed that dude every every time. Right. You know, and, and he had been he I'm like, do you always sit there? <laughs> and he's like he's like us man he goes yeah he goes he goes we're, we're creatures of have man he goes i sit mm-hmm. in the same place every time right and it was right in the middle right in the middle of the room i was basically looking over the over mm-hmm. the guy every time right <laughs> but um yeah so having that placed in you know just literally in in front of me at that time was was awesome so um but yeah so i think we we're we're in agreement there that our group is is everything we need at least at the moment Right. Exactly. And, and like you said, you know, there's a, yes, you were with your family and all that stuff, but just having that one drunk there gave you uh, the next level of comfort because we know that we understand each other in ways that normal people can't. Yeah. Even if they're uh, family, even if, you know, the people we care about, we love and, and and they love us and it's all great, but something about man, one drunk helping another, just being there for each other. It's a pretty damn cool thing. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. It's it's inexplainable, you know. Mm-hmm. But but we we say this how many times? I mean, that there's no clue, no idea. Either one of us can even put a put in a half an idea on why all this stuff works or the way right. it works. But right. we just know that it, we know that it does, and we don't question it. Exactly. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> so um, so kind of back on the the same lines as that other that other podcast. Um, the other thing too, and again, I'm listening to her early episodes. So she talks about, have you ever heard the term, um, and whether you did or not, you may not have, but have you heard the term of mommy wine culture? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, I can't say that I run in those circles. Okay. Well, here's the, the only, all, only reason I've ever heard is because of the podcast. She -hmm. has a lot of female guests and things like that. Basically what it is, it's the, and I know you've seen the advertising, probably the memes and the shirts and everything like that, that, you know, um, married women or women with kids or whatever life's Mm -hmm. tough. So wine, wine is the answer. That's the, that's the thing. Gotcha. You deserve wine. So, um, it just, it is what it is. It's just like, you know, dudes deserve beer and and hot chips and those commercials. So exactly. It's, of course they do. (laughs) 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 You caught me there. Don't forget. You're talking to a man who has the Anheuser-Busch Eagle tattooed on his arm. <laughs> right, you know, you gotta take a take a picture of that and send that to me. I'll put that up on Instagram. All right, but um, so so she went uh, in, and she had talked about this in in a few different episodes along the way. So I mean, I knew it was in the earlier episode, but I forgot about it. But she had even made a comment about the fact that the first time she talked about it, that she really went off. So she went off on two different things: that whole concept, and also. Um, the advertising industry and mm. alcohol and advertising and glamorizing and things like that. And I'm not kidding, man. She was about losing her mind. And I'm just like, chill the fuck right. out. <laughs> yeah. I, seriously, I, I almost shut off the episode because I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it, you know, because the thing that I think about, and I, I get it. So we realize that all of that stuff and I, you agree. I mean, alcohol is glamorized, right? I mean, Oh yeah, absolutely. So, but, so are um, cheeseburgers mm-hmm. and so are um, really expensive fucking cars right. and really, you know, expensive homes and jewelry and clothing and all that stuff. So, so was, you know, a candy bar. I don't know, like a Snickers bar, all the Snickers oh, yeah. commercials. You know? Sure. Get that sugar so, rush, man. 
<laughs> so you you take somebody in. I mean, granted, cigarettes aren't advertised on TV, but you walk into a you know a gas station or something like that. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I mean, if it, if I had maybe if if somebody has cancer, they walk into a store. Are they going to get pissed off because these guys these people are advertising cigarettes or mm-hmm. you know somebody somebody's got an eating disorder. Are they going to get mad about you know a fucking juicy ass hamburger? I right. mean, I don't know. It just did. It seemed really weird to me. That's why I, I think I know your opinion. But I mean, mm. do you care how things are advertised? <laughs> <laughs> Not in the least. Um, okay. Right. I mean, that's yeah. Right. That's uh, the way the culture is, man. We're not going to change that. Um, and <laughs> again, I, I, COVID brain. So I don't remember if I even brought it up last week, but I mean, you got to remember that I think I did or episode before that, um, you know, the founders of AA did their drinking in the middle of prohibition, you know, there's, you know, and somewhere in the big book, it talks about, we're not supposed to be anti-alcohol. You know, I, I personally, uh, the prohibition on drugs, I think, is wrong. I think all drugs should be legal. <laughs> Write your letters to me. Um, <laughs> but I do. You know, uh, the, the criminal aspect, the black market aspect, all of that, you know, half the cr- more than half the crime in this country is caused by drugs being illegal. You know, that's why I didn't do drugs the last five years, because it was easier to walk to the corner and get what I needed cheap and legally. Um, So, you know, I wasn't out there beating old ladies over the head to get a bottle of vodka, you know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, you know, make that shit illegal again. See what happens. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, that's the thing, too. And, I mean, you think about when – so when when Amber was little, or I think about when you know my my son and, and my stepson, even back when my daughter was little, right. you know, you walk into a grocery store, and I mean, they're all pointing out, you know, how does how does every kid know about McDonald's? You know, how does every right. kid know about um, sugared cereals and things like that? Mm-hmm. But there's a point of there's got to be a point in you know of parenting. You know, you can't blame advertising, like you said, unless you want to go into you know some communist nation or right. communist country or communist setup. There, there's going to be capitalism and things are going to be advertised. Not everyone's going mm-hmm. to agree, but wholeheartedly, I agree with you too. Um, and and I'm, I think you're right. I, whether it's in the big book or something that's in literature, whatever it is, we aren't supposed to stand on, you know, up on a mountaintop or on top of a house and be like, you can't or you shouldn't drink. Right. You know, right. alcohol's evil. Right. Well, it's evil for us. <laughs> right. It's going to. It's going to kill you, and it's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. But my sister, my mom, our right. friends, our family, mm-hmm. um, all these different people that we know um, that can sit down, have a drink, and be right. fine with it. Now, I don't know. You know, I mean, is there any positive effect to it? I don't care because they can do it, and I can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's all I need to know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just I and I figured you were in the same thing. It just I seriously, it was it. I almost and I've I've listened to every single one of her episodes all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one where the um, and that's why I, I can imagine some people have probably shut us off when we've had some of the clicking or technology issues. Mm-hmm. It was one. It was so it was so bad. It was giving me a headache, so I, I shut it off or flipped to the next one because I couldn't 
I couldn't get through. It was giving me a headache. Right. Um, but based on content, that was the first time that I almost shut it off. And then, then she calmed down for whatever reason, but it was, <laughs> I don't know. It was crazy. It was just really crazy. Mm-hmm. So here's the other thing I saw, and this was a, a headline on an Instagram post. And it was, I, I didn't listen to the episode, but it was for a different podcast, but it said why some people make it and some don't. And this is a, it's a recovery-based podcast. I know that mm-hmm. much. So, Mike, <laughs> why do you think some people make it and some people don't? Uh, never have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Where is that, Mike? <laughs> I believe that is in the big book. And that, for you kids that are sticklers for the big book, the word never is in the original, um, which they read at Founders Day every year. Yeah, you, you do the work, you get the results. People fail because they don't follow the program, period. Right. It, it's that simple. You know, I'm, we're, we're sitting here sober today because we work the program. You know, if we stop working the program, I, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself. I stop doing what I have to do on a daily basis. I'm picking up again. I'm thoroughly convinced of that. Thoroughly. So I do the little things I have to do every day to stay away from that first one, period. Right. Yeah, and I, uh, it's that, I, I, I can't wait till next year at Founders Day. I love when they read that original version. It's a, <laughs> right. it's a trip. But, um, but yeah. So you know, here's the other thing too. And I, and I've heard this in leads, um, and I've, I've seen it posted, and I've heard it in discussions. The thing that I don't like that that people say. Um, and I don't know, I, actually, I don't even know if you and I talked about it, but it just popped into my head when, when you had said that, mm-hmm. or when you were talking about that. Um, I don't like people that say, if I can do it, you can, or if I can do it, anyone can. Right. Because the reason I don't, I don't like that is because um, not everyone stays sober. If that were the case, then there'd be no such thing as a relapse. If, if everyone, if I did it, anyone can. That's, that's so untrue. Now Mm. there's a, there's a different story. If everyone follows the suggestions, the steps works, the program, Mm -hmm. that's what Marty used to say, right? Marty used to say 100% of the people will stay sober. If you do what we, what we suggest, if you do what we tell you, if you follow our Mm -hmm. guidance, if you listen to us, you know, but he, he never said, Hey, if I can do this, anyone can. And it just, it makes me nervous when people do that. Cause I think it gives a Either it gives a false sense of security or there's got to be somebody, you know, sitting back going, well, well, I can't do it. What does that mean? Just because you're saying that what's wrong with me? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's people back there that, you know, or people out there that feel that way. But now the the one thing I said uh, in a lead one time, it was when I led the the club that I went to in uh, Wisconsin and Mequon. Mm Mm-hmm. I had said so because it just popped into my head while I was leading. I'm like, I'm like, here's the way that I look that I look at this. I said two different ways. I said it, it's like it, if you're a if you're a sports fan, if you're a football fan, for instance, it's like walking onto the field and each team actually exchanging playbooks. So mm-hmm. literally everyone's on the same page. I'm right. like, that's that's what that's what this is. I said, or walk it in to take the hardest test of your life, and the answers are right there for you to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. it's you, you have to take the test but all you have to do is look over here right here's all the answers everything yeah. is given to you all you have to do is is follow it follow the mm-hmm. other person's playbook those right. that walk before us right or right. you've got the answers to the test someone walking up to you and say here's how to do it you know right um 
So given that, I mean, when you think about it, I don't see how somebody can fail if, and again, there's that, there's that if, if you do all these different things. Again, right. making the cake, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Following the recipe. Following the recipe. Right. Yeah. 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 I still, when when you brought that up and whatever that was a few episodes ago, that's, mm -hmm. uh, I forgot, I forgot uh, that Joe used to say that, but that was one mm -hmm. of the greatest things on earth because it's, number one, it's true. Right. And it's a, it's, it's relatable. Um, and it's a visual too. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. I think, I think everyone, you could probably, you could probably fuck up jello if you don't follow the directions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's comes out runny or it comes out like a brick. You know, right. I, I think there, yeah, there is a possibility of messing up jello, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but, um, but yeah, I just thought that was, that was interesting. That was just kind of a passing thing. Now, um, other thing that I brought up, and this is what I was, <laughs> I was actually going to ask Chris about, cause this just popped up. Um, once again, it was uh, either an Instagram post or, well, there was a couple of them, but it was uh, or on the podcast. So when, um, let's say with, with Chris, for instance, when you first, when Chris and you first connected, mm -hmm. how long, so obviously this is in, you know, this initial dating thing, it wasn't like, you know, the, the other, the other individual that you actually knew through somebody. But um, so in that situation, how quickly did you bring up the fact that you were sober? Oh, right away. Okay. Yeah. In like first day that you guys were messaging pretty much or first handful of messages? Um, well, those that don't know, um, we met on Tinder and mm -hmm. um, in my Tinder profile, I said I was sober. Yeah. Oh, so okay. it, it was, it was, you know, <laughs> it's kind of important to me. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm a sober person, man. You know, um, that's what I am. Um, and, and again, you know, the, the anti-alcohol thing, I, I never said I can't be with someone that drinks. Um, I just, as I do with most everything, this is me. This is the only thing I can control. Um, and so I am a sober person, period. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she knew actually before we even connected. Well, and, and that's the, that's the thing. So in the thing that brought it up and, and now I know for a fact, well, it was, there's been dating talk on Instagram every once in a while. Um, and I've got a short story on that too, but, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I think it was a, again, a podcast. It was this dude that was talking about and this guy had been, he had been sober for, um, I don't even know how long, a number of years, but mm -hmm. he had said that, um, you know, starting off and whatever it was and thought his life was going to be over. How am I going to date? I'm all these different things. Sure. But then he said that, um, you know, he said dating sober can be hard, which I agree with, mm -hmm. you know, but he made this, uh, this comment about, he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes definitely by the second or third date. He goes, uh, that's when I let people know that I'm sober or whatever in my head. I'm like, really? Mm. <laughs> Why? <clears throat> Why would you want to wait so long? Right. You know, so, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. So in, um, and I've done that when I've over the years, so not that I've met a ton of people, but I've met mm -hmm. enough people where the conversation has come up. Once the, it becomes a conversation and there are, there are some dating apps where you can put on there that you do or don't drink some, yeah, mm -hmm. granted, you can put it, you can put it in, in the profile, right. but I know a lot of people don't necessarily, I don't say a lot of people, but I'm, let's say some people don't focus on that. Um, but, in as the conversation went on, it's kind of like, okay, tell me something about you, you know, and I'll tell you something about me type, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But I always go into that. I'm, you know, I don't drink, 
I've been sober for X number of years, big part mm-hmm. of my life. Right. Here's my deal. Like, like you just said, exactly. This is who I am. Yeah. And, and I've said the same thing that, you know, I'm, I, 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 I'm not saying that I can't be around somebody who drinks, but I can't be around. I don't think I can be around somebody who drinks on a regular basis. I don't think right. that'd be good for me. Right. Uh, I just don't, you know, and probably sooner or later would just piss me off. Cause then I would you know, mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, this is, this is what I used to be like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I know how I was. I'm like, I don't want to date, you know, the, the female version of me, uh, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, and there's been, it's only been a couple uh, over the, and we're talking 12 years, but a couple of people very kindly said, Hey, congratulations. And I, you know, I give you a lot of credit for what you're doing, but mm-hmm. uh, right. I don't drink a lot, but here's the deal. I love sitting out on a patio and having, having some beers or having a glass of wine or doing this right. and that, right. It's something I enjoy to do. And that's part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we would line up very well. And I'm like, that's cool. You right. know? And, and I thank people for, for being open about that because I just can't imagine if whatever the, whatever the thing is, if I, if I found, found out, you know, like two, three dates down the road and, and this is, this is a lifestyle thing, right? You know, so right. I just think it'd be, yeah, if you didn't work right up front with somebody, I just don't see, I don't see the point. I just don't. Right. right. And, you know, and part of the thing that I've learned by working this program is I need to be honest with people. Imagine that. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming, <laughs> which, which again, you know, some of these things I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if he's going to get to the honesty thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. From, from what we're told that honesty thing is kind of important, right? Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so this is this is something I had written down from a few weeks ago when we were we were talking about like normies versus alcoholics and things like mm-hmm. that. And um, this was an afterthought, probably two episodes after we had talked about it. But so um, what about and let's even take out the, you know, the, the new age terms like gray area and sober curious and all that shit. Let's uh-huh. say somebody, somebody walks up to you, you know, current day, Mike, sober mm-hmm. for 12, 12 years and a few months mm-hmm. um, and. You know, they're, they're in between They're Maybe, maybe they're not a real alcoholic, but they have a concern and they mm-hmm. know you're sober and they come up and they, and they ask you um, for advice. Um, mm-hmm. However, if, whether it's subtle or anything like that, what would you, or how would you handle that if somebody just, and again, this random person, not random, but you probably know who they are, but you know what I mean. Right. Right. Um, you know, well, I mean, I, I, again, go back to the literature, man, you know, start asking them, you know, is it negatively affecting your life? Is it, are you, are you hurting the people that you say you care about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stop doing it, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and, and Christ knows you don't have to be an alcoholic to do that. Um, people hurt each other all the time. Um yeah, you know, if they're concerned, I again, what this whole thing is, you look at yourself, be honest with yourself. There's that word again. You know, is it are you really hurting others? You know, um I don't care if I'm hurting myself anymore. I didn't care then. I still don't care whether I'm hurting myself, you know? Um I don't do this again. All the all the wonderful things in my life that have come to me because of this program are byproducts of doing the next right thing, being a good boy, not hurting people, you know, 
my happiness, my peace, my serenity, my material things, all of that. They're all byproducts of me doing the next right thing. And, you know, they're not the goal. My goal is not to be happy today. My goal is not to be comfortable today. That was my old life. That was my goal, to be happy, to be comfortable. That was, and I used alcohol and drugs to get there. Today, I am happy today. I am comfortable because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I don't have guilt and shame and remorse in my life today. Pretty good thing, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, right? <laughs> yeah. But, and I mean, it's it, surprisingly, and I don't even know if it's surprisingly, but I've, I haven't had, um, I can think of one individual that, that came up to me and I had a, a few different conversations with this this individual over mm-hmm. eh, probably a, a couple year period. You know, it was the same thing. It was, uh, um, well, you know what? Geez, I do this every once in a while. Kind of like without the person saying it, does that make me mm-hmm. <laughs> an alcoholic? And, um, you know, I, I again, the usually the thing, like you said, uh, in, in a, it probably depends on the person, but figuring out the right way to say, is it fucking with your life? Are you fucking right. with other people? Are you mm-hmm. fucking yourself up? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but, but figuring out the nice way to say it, you know? Right. And, and yeah, they do say that in the big book, you know, you start talking about yourself and your story mm-hmm. and never, mm-hmm. you know, never accuse, um, you know, but tell them all these different things and, and basically allow that person to see the similarities and similarities. And then they have to make the choice. Right. Um, but, I've had individuals come up to me asking about other people. You know, it's a, it's a cousin, it's a brother, it's a friend, it's mm-hmm. a, whatever, you know, and this person's doing this, have them reach out to me if they got it, they got a question, you know, right. I'd be, I'd be more than happy to, to help them. Um, I can't fix the person, but I can mm-hmm. give them some guidance, you know? Right. So, yeah, but, uh, but like you say that, uh, and this is part of, and we, I know we, we've talked about this is just, living this life that we live you know once once we start living a sober lifestyle and people start mm-hmm. seeing that and in worst case scenario especially if it's a it's a it's a family member it's a friend or somebody like that right. you know at least we know um we're giving that person um i don't know i permission to to come up to us at any point mm-hmm. sure if they have if they have a problem you know which is which i think is kind of cool you know mm-hmm. but i think it goes that goes back to what you said before about um, you know, not having this this vengeance against alcohol. Because if you right. think about that, if if you had vengeance against alcohol, and I don't think the I don't think a random person would come up to you, right? No, no, absolutely not. Right? Yeah, alcohol is evil. People that consume alcohol are evil and bad people. You know, we know better than that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's again. I'll always go back, man. Alcohol is just a symptom. So it, it's, yeah. <laughs> the root of our troubles is selfishness and self-centeredness. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I want to feel good all the time and fuck you. That's my problem. Right. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, just it, uh, it it's made me feel good when when people come to me like that. because oh, then, absolutely. Um, you know, and it's one of those things where, I mean, I, I know I'm living – I'm living the <laughs> the best life. <laughs> no. I'm living but, my best I mean, life. Right. But I, I am living the best life that I know how to live, you know, mm-hmm. um, based on what was taught. And, 
and I know I'm doing the next right thing. And I, I'm not always perfect, right. but then we have mm-hmm. the 10 step that we talked about. We can apologize, mm-hmm. you know, these days and, and all that stuff. So, you know, yeah, when someone trusts me enough to open up um, or to even ask about a, a family member or a close friend, right. you know, I'm just like, damn, that's, and then I start to, it's a, it's almost like an emotional feeling, you know, it's like, wow, this is it's pretty fucking cool. All I'm doing mm-hmm. is sitting over here, reading a little book, going to a couple of meetings, mm-hmm. telling some jokes on a podcast right. <laughs> and, and somebody wants my help. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, it is. Um, again, it's that, that warm and fuzzy feeling that, uh, mm-hmm. that hopefully we get every once in a while. So, uh, okay, cool. Well, um, and I'm looking at timing here. There's two more things that I, that I want to talk about. Um, right. so, I mean, there's other things I have on here, but these are more, these are more kind of fun things. I didn't really talk about the, the web store much. So I'm, I want to dip into that real quick just cause we had, uh, well, I was rambling about, we were bitching about the, our technology. <laughs> so don't forget, um, anyone, uh, we have uh, a bunch of different merchandise I'm actually thinking about. So somebody just, and I don't know who did, uh, but just so you know, Mike, somebody just bought one of our hoodies. Um, cool. it's just, we're not mature hoodie. I was mm-hmm. thinking of putting some of the other sayings on there, um, you know, and just trying to spread that out a little bit because mm-hmm. even though, and I put that on Instagram, Hey, I'm like, Hey, if you want any of the sayings on any, any merchandise we have, I could do that. And literally it right. takes minutes. Um, right. but it's a, it's a great way for you guys to, if you want to support the podcast, uh, we don't make a ton of money off of it, but any money we do, um, when we were, you remember, if you listen back at the beginning of this, we had another technology issue pop up and part of it, Getting this out, I, I know I was thinking in my head, I'm sure you were thinking the same thing is how in the fuck are we going to record this if mm-hmm. we can't, we don't have another option to record this right now. Right. We could scramble and figure it out, but I, neither one of us want to do that shit anymore. So that's, that's like number one. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing too is Apple podcast, uh, Spotify, please take a minute and go on those. If you're listening and even a portion of what you're hearing is even semi-enjoyable or maybe, it's, <laughs> maybe it's, I'm trying to lower the standards here. Maybe it's not even gross, you know, right. um, but think about it this way. It everything doesn't completely Mike- make your stomach turn. <laughs> right. And then everything that Mike was just talking about a minute ago, the fact that we're, you know, um, helping people and trying not to hurt people and things like that mm-hmm. on a serious side of things, there could be, and I'm just going to say, I know for a fact, there's other people out there that might want to hear what we're talking about. So right. if it be the case that if you rate it and the more ratings we get and the higher ratings we get, it pops up in the, in the search engines, just like a Google website or anything else. Right. When it comes to these podcast sites, if somebody searches for a sober podcast, we're going to show up more towards the top We're small. Mm-hmm. We don't have, we don't have thousands and thousands of plays, but people can still find us or share it with somebody. If you think they right. might be interested in it, share it on your Instagram page. That's all we're looking for is that type of, um, that type of, you know, just spreading the love type of thing. If you want to put it that way, but if you want to buy a t-shirt, if you want to donate the, uh, the donate tab is in the highlights on our Instagram page, also on our website, any donations that go towards trying to make the technology better on this and nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we'll keep adding merchandise. And if anyone has any ideas, um, let me know. It, it literally takes me about five minutes to put together a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a tank top, whatever the deal is. It's not hard, not hard at all. Um, but the last thing I wanted to talk about was next week. So if, if everyone remembers, Mike came up to Wisconsin back in March. Mm-hmm. 
going to go to a concert to see the band Greta Van Fleet. And then um, they're playing with Rival Sons and what's the other? Velveteers. Velveteers, which Mike and I, um, both of us started listening to those because you, well, Rival Sons you listened to beforehand, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been into them for probably eight or nine years. And I knew that I had heard maybe one song by them, and I heard the name probably from you, um, Mm -hmm. but you never heard of the Velveteers before, did you? No, I hadn't. And they're, I enjoy the hell out of them. They're, mm-hmm. they're a lot of fun. So, so we're going up to um, that concert got rescheduled. We're going up to Green Bay. Concerts on Tuesday. Mike's coming in on Monday. We're going to hang here in, in Indiana for the night. Head up, I think, and I'm trying to organize it. We're probably going to have to stop by and see Derek real quick because he's grabbing mail for me. Um, cool. Hopefully, we can we can stop by. We should be able to see Kimmy. Um, she might want to grab something to eat with us, so we might be able to grab like uh, early early dinner, late lunch with her. Then we'll hit Green nice. Bay for the concert. So we're um, you know making a little whirlwind trip, but then heading back Wednesday because you're heading back home Wednesday, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. So and I'm I'm back to to my lovely job again on Thursday also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it'll be fun. It's, you know, it cuts up the week and we get to take a little bit of a road trip. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take some pictures and uh, I mean, we're not going to record while you're up here. That's been a little week or right. But, uh, we can, we can take pictures and you know, it, it'll be fun. You know, a little bit, a little bit of road fun road trip for us. So, um, but yeah, those are the last, uh, pretty much the last two things I just wanted to mention, but um, I don't think, I mean, I've got other things on here, but kind of unimportant, not unimportant, but things that we yeah, can we'll get to them. <laughs> right and we we not messed around in the beginning maybe we would have but uh, no i think we i think we ended up talking about some good stuff here so yeah so we're, we're in an hour two so we're going to cut it off a few minutes uh earlier than we have over the last week oh jesus i'm sorry i got one more thing i'm gonna i will see the information on this mike we were approached by um an app um it's d-e-n-o-v-o it's a it's an app and basically what it is it's like a uh um, a sober recovery, um, kind of sober type of recovery app. Um, okay. accountability, blah, blah, blah. So I looked into it a little bit. He, the person sent me links. They're looking for, as he put it, um, influencers, um, who can, who can promote the app. They're new. They only have like 500 downloads. I looked at that part. But what hmm. I'm going to do, I'll send you the information too. Um, we'll take a look at it, but we have somebody that might want to do some sort of a collaboration. It's a, but it's a sober app. I just want both of us to look at it. And I said, Hey, I said, we're, we're open to looking things like that or looking at things like that and doing a collaboration. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we both got to look at it and make sure that it's something that fits for us. But um, I don't know. Hey, whatever, whatever helps to keep somebody sober. And that seems like what they're trying to do, but cool. um, I don't know yet, but I'll, I'll send it off to you. So. All right. Cool. Well, um, and, and again, I, I don't even know why I think in my head to ask you this, Mike, Anything else on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, not a damn thing. All right, man. Well, close us out. All right, then. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. As always, rate us, give us five stars, buy a t-shirt, buy us a cup of coffee, be good to each other, do something good for somebody else this week. And as always, fuck off. <laughs> I don't even know why that makes me laugh anymore. Yeah. But it does. And that's why I continue <laughs> to do it. I know. I love it. Well, all right, brother. I love you. And uh, obviously, you I and love I you talk. too. Yep. Absolutely, man. All, all right. right, man. Bye.
As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.